Hello, welcome to Chronicles of the Vikings. My name is Robert. This series is intended to cover the entire history of the Norsemen, or more popularly known as the Vikings. More experienced historians will call me out on the categorization of all Scandinavian ethnicities as Norsemen, when the word was only labeled on the pagan Norwegians and distinguished from the Christian Danes in Danelaw by the Anglo-Saxon accounts. But for the sake of the more casual audience, I will generally refer to this group of people as the Vikings or the Norsemen. Unless I want to specify which region a group is from, in this series, I will cover everything from the beginning of the Viking period to the end, which is commonly viewed to be a period between the events of the raid of Lindisfarne in the year 793 A.D. and the death of King Harald Hardrada at the Battle of Stamford Bridge in 1066 A.D. Besides the main timeline, I will also cover the Iceland. Greenland, Vinland Vikings, the Frisians, the Normans, the Rus Vikings, and the Varangian Guards of the Byzantine Emperor. If any hardcore historians would like to correct me on certain things, you are welcome to leave a comment. I will read every single one of them. I consider myself as decently informed about this topic, but I don't claim to know everything, nor can I confirm the validity of everything I say. However, I will try my best to be accurate. In the meantime, if you spot any errors, let me know. As of the release schedule, I don't think I will have an exact schedule, as I don't know how long each episode would be. But I will aim to release them biweekly. Now, before I start on the chronological events of these seafaring raiders from Scandinavia. It is important to understand the conception of this culture first, and what they were up to before they raided the yet-to-be-holy island of Lindisfarne. It is extremely difficult to really know what was going on in Scandinavia before the Viking period, due to the lack of writing and records from the Scandinavians themselves. Essentially, we are only relying on archaeological evidence, oral traditions, and reasonable assumptions. To decipher the stories of these Norsemen before they sailed all over Europe and encountered cultures who made notes of their visits, the first known groups from the modern Scandinavian borders encountered the Romans in the famous Cimbrian War. These groups were known as the Cimbri and the Teutons. However, these tribes were said to hail from Jutland, which were known to be more Germanic rather than Norse. Until around the fifth century, when the inhabitants of Jutland, the Jutes, migrated to southern England, leaving their homeland to the Danes from the islands to settle, the Danes constructed a wall called the Danaverka, or translated as Danework, to protect themselves against the Frankish expansions. It was constructed before the sixth century near the modern German city of Schleswig. With reasonable assumptions, it is safe to say that the Danes had conquered the areas north of the fortification before the construction of the Danaverka. Even during the Roman Golden Age, much of the Scandinavian people were not mentioned, besides the Swedes and Geats. P. 
peoples who inhabit modern Sweden, only passing in minor references here and there. The raiding nature of these Norsemen can be attributed to their Germanic cousins to the south, who raided all over the Roman Empire to bring in the significant increases of gold and silver in archaeological finds. The period of Scandinavian history between the construction of the Danaverka and the beginning of the Viking Age was known as the Vendel period. During this period, the famous epic of Beowulf was conceived, where the conflicts between Swedes and Geats, between the Swedish kings of House Yingling and the Geatish kings of House Wolfings, were recorded through oral traditions. We also know they have shifted their writing system from Elder Futhark to Younger Futhark, from runestones dated back to this period. Younger Futhark condensed the alphabet by stacking certain similar consonants and vowels using the same rune to represent them all, significantly reducing the size of the alphabet. The 6th century work commonly known as the Getica, written by Jordanus, mentions the activities of the pre-Viking Norsemen. The source mentions that a tribe of Norsemen named the Dani, who were the same people as the Suetidi or the Swedes, chased the Heruli people out of the modern islands of Denmark and settled the land. From Getica and the archaeological finds of the construction of Danaverka, we can roughly paint the history of the Danes right up to the Viking Age. They were the same people as the Swedes. They hailed down south to conquer the islands, which were settled by the Heruli. And when the majority of the Jutes moved to England, they sailed to the mainland to occupy Jutland. In terms of what was going on in Norway before the Viking Age, not much was recorded. Still, you can fill the picture with local warlords rising up and fighting each other to gain more power and wealth. The archaeological finds in constructions of simple fortifications and the increasing trade in iron supports the hypothesis. The geographical area of Denmark, Norway, and Sweden is generally thought to be a frozen wasteland by the public. However, the real-world Scandinavia around the Viking period might be considerably tamer than expected. Some researchers suggest that the average winter temperature could have been up to 10 degrees centigrade, or 50 degrees Fahrenheit, even with areas experiencing snow-free winters. We know now that the later parts of the Viking Age overlap with the famous medieval warm period, which were far warmer than Europe during the Little Ice Age between 15th and 19th century. With a warmer Scandinavia, it is not hard to picture a booming agricultural society supporting a huge growth in population. And when the population increases, the likelihood of military conflicts soars as well. It is likely that Vikings began their seafaring nature due to a mild case of overpopulation, as well as many other both internal and external reasons, which eventually prompt many Norsemen settling in Britain, Ireland, Frisia, Normandy, Russia, and of course, Iceland and beyond. The mainstream knowledge is that the Vikings raided the Western world, but many do not know their real range of raiding activities. Of course, they raided and settled areas of the British Isles, France, the coast of modern Netherlands, 
and Germany. The Vikings sailed much further south and west to modern Portugal and Spain, then past the Pillars of Hercules into the Mediterranean Sea, raiding the islands of Corsica, Sardinia, and Sicily, as well as the Barbary Coast and Italy. In the east, the Swedes settled and raided the entire coast of the Baltic Sea and further down into Russia. Their range of raiding extends even further into modern Romania and Bulgaria down south, and going eastwards along the Volga River into the Caspian Sea and modern Iran. Suffice to say, the Vikings were the best raiders before modern time. The word Viking comes from the Old Norse word, Vikinger, used only to refer to the people who raid. By that definition, not all Norsemen were Vikings. The word is synonymous with the word pirate, a Greek, the Latin word, that has actually displaced the Old English word witching, a cognate or linguistic cousin of the Norse word Viking. As funny as it would sound, please do not imagine these Norse sea raiders wearing hooks and hats and going around saying stuff with the word R. Viking piracy was drastically different from the popularly stereotyped Caribbean piracy. Now, to also deconstruct some popular misconceptions, as many of you might know, the Vikings did not wear horned or winged helmets. What they did wear were probably simple protective gear that aren't much different from other cultures of the same period. Although Vikings were known for their love for axes, spears were still the most commonly used weapon in warfare. The most famous usage of axes in warfare by the Scandinavians were the Dane axe, large two-handed axes that were widely used by warriors in the late Viking Age and early medieval period. The common foot soldiers, mostly made up of lower-class citizens, almost certainly used spears as their primary weapon in warfare. The infamous torture tradition of the blood eagle was rarely practiced, if it was even real. The only two accounts of performing the blood eagle were on a prince named Halfdan Longleg and King Aela of Northumbria. These two accounts were both recorded in sagas written hundreds of years after the events took place. The majority of the Vikings did not sail in long ships with dragon heads at the front of the ship, and they most likely did not burn their dead in the ships. Existing burial mounds found from the Viking period would have full burials with treasure and sometimes exotic animals. The most intact findings of a Viking longship were from burial mounds, meaning that the ships themselves were most definitely not burnt. It is not uncommon to think that the Norsemen were the only people inhabiting Scandinavia. In reality, the Sami people inhabited the northern parts of Scandinavia in the modern region of Sápmi, or formerly known as Lapland, which is now considered an offensive term by the Sami people. The Sami people are distant relatives of the Finnish people. The Sami probably inhabited the land before the arrival of the Proto-Germanic peoples, now, with most of the misconceptions over, I think we are ready to take the next step and begin our journey. Join me next time on the beginning of the Viking Age, the raid of Lindisfarne.